Welcome to the Foundation's Report. Previously on the Foundation's Report, we discussed how there is an expectation that we will fight spiritual battles in this life. We need also to prepare ourselves for war. God has given us tools for both defensive and offensive maneuvers. The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. To advance the kingdom, we must be on the offensive. Constantly being in a defensive position leaves us little room to advance the kingdom. We also must realize that war is a series of battles. The ending, we know, is when the Lord comes back and takes Satan, the false prophet, and the Antichrist and throws them into the lake of fire to burn there eternally. Until then, we are soldiers in the army of the Lord. God has given us weaponry that we use to fight the enemy. The question is, who strikes first? In Jesus' temptation, we see that Satan came to him for a season of temptation. Satan spoke first, challenging the Lord. Then Jesus spoke back using the Word of God to discount him. Satan will not always have a conversation with us, however. He may strike first with a problem or an issue, or he may work through another individual. That is where it gets tricky. We must realize that individuals will be used by the enemy to attack us. Yet our fight is not with that person, it is with the force behind them. So we need to confront the force behind them. How do we do this? Well, when a demon-possessed person confronted Jesus, he spoke to the demon and commanded them to come out or to go into a herd of pigs. He spoke in the authority that was his as the Son of God. We, on the other hand, speak in his name as joint heirs with Christ given the power and authority through the blood he shed on Calvary. I'm not sure if speaking to the Spirit in the face of that individual will accomplish what we need, so wisdom is necessary to make that determination. But if a person is demon-possessed, then yes, confront them there. Another form of warring in the spirit is spoken of after the armor, praying with all supplication in the spirit. For those of you who are not filled with the spirit, well, that would be impossible. But for those of you who are filled, we pray in the spirit. Jude 1, 20 and 21 tells us, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Spirit means praying in tongues. When we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the initial evidence is speaking in other tongues. We use this prayer language to pray rather than or in combination with our regular language. This is a powerful thing and builds us up. When in a corporate setting, 
there can be quite a powerful move of God. Lastly, we need to mobilize our warriors together to focus our prayers towards certain issues. Here is where we fail in this common age. We shun prayer meetings. We fail to pray daily. Many don't know what to do when they try and go to a prayer meeting. How about this? Go to a prayer meeting. Meet with other Christians. Go over a list of prayer items and pray together for them, and then individually pray for those issues. Our prayers need to be focused. The Bible tells us that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. But what does that mean? It means that we need to take prayer seriously. Stop praying repetitious prayers and realize that your prayers need to be serious, need to be focused, and need to be fervent. Rebuke the devil. Speak to the spiritual wickedness in high places. Use the word of God in your prayers. Use the blood. Plead the blood. There is power in the blood of Jesus, and there is power in the name of Jesus. Demons will flee. What kind of things can we pray about? Well, pray for the church. Pray for those that have fallen into false teaching and pray that false teaching will cease being brought about by certain individuals or organizations. Pray for others that they will not fall into temptation or false teaching. Pray for your president. If the president or the other party we so highly dislike would get saved, can you imagine how things could change? That is how an abortion doctor is stopped. If he gets saved and is filled with the Spirit of God, he will stop doing abortions and may be another supporter of life. Remember, we change from the inside out and not the outside in. Remember, we are soldiers in this war. We need to be proactive in prayer and warring in the Spirit. The Bible tells us we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and gave himself for us. Are you tired of the enemy winning the battles? Then time to mobilize the troops and run for the front. The Foundations Report is heard daily Monday through Friday on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page and on the Foundations channel on YouTube and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.